0: Thanks for joining us here at XM.com. I'm Christina Marujos, and joining me today is Lead Investment Analyst Raf Boyajian, and we'll be having a look at the upcoming week. Now, Rafi, this week holds two central bank meetings as well as key economic data. Therefore, it looks like it might be a very interesting week for the FX market. So let's start with the euro. The European Central Bank meets on Thursday, and it has been signaled that policymakers would use the June 10th meeting to reassess the PEP program. Are we likely to see any changes being announced to the pace of bond purchases? And if so, how could the euro be affected?
1: So, Christina, it is a little bit difficult to tell right now because uh, we had. Ha- did initially get some signals that uh, we could see perhaps um, some tapering in June, uh, because, of course, back in March, the ECB had decided to front load their asset purchases. Uh, and so uh, June would have been a good uh, time to uh, announce those front lo- that front loading uh, to, be, uh, to be reversed. Uh, but lately, we've uh, had some uh, very dovish remarks from ECB poly- policymakers. They appear to have backed tracked on suggestions uh, that we could see a slower pace of purchases uh, being decided as early as the June meeting. Um, and one reason for this is because we've seen Eurozone government bond yields uh, rise quite substantially in the past couple of months, uh, and this has also pushed the Euro higher. Uh, now this is partly down to speculation but, uh, about potential tapering, but it's also simply down to uh, the fact that the uh, economic outlook for the Eurozone has improved quite drastically. Uh, because um, analysts had, investors had become uh, overly pessimistic about the euro area. Of course, back in winter we had those lockdowns. We had slow vaccine rollout. Uh, now all of that has changed. Uh, Eurozone countries are coming out of lockdown. We've seen we're seeing faster vaccinations. Uh, so that has also contributed to this rise in yields uh, and the euro. But the question is, uh, even if the ECB was to uh, n- not to announce any changes to the uh, so pay pace of their uh, bond purchases for the time being, uh, would we still get perhaps some hints of tapering being just around the corner? Uh, and also uh, President Lagarde will have quite a difficult task uh, on her hands in, on the, in trying to stay dovish, uh, while tr- at the same time uh, we see uh, the ECB's growth work forecasts uh, likely being uh, revised higher. Uh, so the ECB will try to avoid taper talk for the time being, but it's only a matter of time before speculation builds up again, uh, because there's this big question of what's going to happen to the PEP program once it expires in March 2022. Will they extend it? Uh, will they uh, raise their AP, increase their APP program in, uh, to counter some of that? So uh, still it's quite a few question marks coming up uh, for the ECB in the coming months. I
0: see. Now let's stay on the central bank arena because the bank of canada also meets this week some markets are not anticipating any change in policy the loonie however has been propped up by the surge of oil prices this week just as the dollar has started to firm therefore can a the dovish bank of canada offer further support
1: well it was only in the last meeting that we had that tapering decisions so uh, as you said we're not expecting uh, any changes uh, so it's but it's not just too soon for uh, more action from the Bank of Canada, but it's also too soon to get any uh, clues about the next taper move. Uh, Now, further tapering is unlikely before the autumn, uh, so maybe in the next meeting or two, we might get some clues on uh, a more precise timeline of that next uh, further reduction in their uh, bond purchases will be announced. Uh, However, if we do get a statement that is fairly upbeat about the Canadian economy and perhaps even more upbeat than the last uh, meeting, uh, that should be enough to sustain the loonie's uh, bullish posture in the short term. At least, as like you said, we're seeing slightly firmer dollars, so that could make things difficult uh, for the loonie. Uh, but overall, uh, the, the near-term outlook for the loonie uh, is uh, fairly positive. Now,
0: crossing into the U.S., CPI numbers are expected on Thursday. The sentiment is that inflation has surged in May. That policymakers have been hinting lately that it might be time to start to think about thinking about tapering. Therefore, could this report be the tipping? point and what would that mean for the dollar?
1: Well we had a big reaction last time on the for that surge in yields uh, to quickly die down. Uh, so last time we saw CPI hit 4.2% now, uh, we could potentially see a further rise above 4%, perhaps 4.5% or, or higher. Uh, but it's uh, difficult to s- assess at this point whether or not we'll, we'll get anything more than a knee-jerk uh, reaction. Uh, so we've had some hints, uh, as you said, from the Fed that they might begin tapering. Uh, but. The reason why markets aren't overreacting is maybe because they think the Fed will only taper very gradually. Um, but the very recent data has been uh, very positive. We've had actually more beats than misses in the most recent data. Uh, so and we and that's. Con- Probably the reason why we're seeing the dollar uh, uh, steady re- lately and maybe even starting to reverse higher. Uh, and so strong CPI numbers next week could, could uh, add to the dollar's positive uh, momentum. Um, but whether or not uh, this will be a long term, much more long term trend or a short term trend, uh, that remains to be seen.
0: And finally, let's turn to the United Kingdom. GDP numbers for April, amongst others, are out on Friday. The report. Card- is a time when we had the first steps of the reopening of the economy, therefore expectations are for a solid report. The 142 level has been a strong resistance for sterling. Do you think it could break this barrier this coming week?
1: Well, that is difficult to tell. So, we should definitely see a very strong GDP print for April uh, for the UK because that's when uh, non essential retailers reopen their doors uh, and industrial production should also be quite strong as well. We still have that ongoing global manufacturing boom, uh, but most of this is already priced in. Uh, and while stronger than expected numbers could lift a sterling, um, we do have, of course, a slightly firmer dollar plus some concerns about the the fast spread of that Indian variant in many parts of the UK, which could uh, push back the timeline of the next phase of the uh, reopening in the UK. Uh, So that could also be weighing on sterling. Uh, So it is difficult to tell whether or not uh, a strong GDP print next week would be enough uh, to push cable about 142. Uh, Probably uh, it, it won't be possible just yet.
0: Rafi, it was great having you with me today. This was the weekly outlook